सलाम नमस्ते सच्चाकाल रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 सुन रहे हैं आप मैं हूं आपकी दोस्त और आपकी होस्ट फॉर द नेक्स्ट 1 आवर यू विल बी हियर विद मी ऑन रेडियो जिंदगी 1170 एम एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू कैंडिड कन्वर्सेशंस विद रेनू डिलन ये वो शो है जहां पर वी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दैट मैटर भाई देयर आर सो मेनी प्रोग्राम्स ऑन रेडियो बट यू चोज टू लिसन टू अस सो थैंक यू फॉर दैट एंड दिस शो में हम बात करते हैं ऐसी सब चीजों के बारे में जो टिपिकली रेडियो पर नहीं होती है बात एंड दिस शो इज ब्रॉट यू बाय जीनियस किड्स वी हैव द founder and ceo of genius kids with us joining us every tuesday 7 to 7:30 pm and she's the one who brings us these amazing topics she is the shero of the show so welcome hello reno how are you doing very good swasti i missed you last week so welcome back thank you thank you how and your dance it was very very good how have you been i've been good 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 and i'm super excited today because we have a very special guest we have a very special guest before we do that i want to remind our listeners ki genius kids caters to all kinds of child care needs if you have zero to you know 12 months infants preschool pre k kinder after any such needs don't forget to check out genius kids online or call 5107132431 i if you're driving then you can just check out genius kids online at your own time so renu today we have a very special guest and you cannot stop talking about her no, so why don't you get started because who would have thought when i met her when she was 6 years old that ev- down the road how many years i don't even want to give up the secret of how many years it's been <laughs> that i would actually have her on my radio show so i'm thrilled today to have a beautiful young lady her name is serena work torrendel i hope i said that yes, right perfectly um she's a certified career coach and the founder of serena career coaching and she has over a decade of experience in a range of roles from becoming one of the early team members at postmates where she launched its first markets to starting her own venture e-commerce so she's got a very bright cookie with us Prior to her work in the tech industry, she was a human rights activist and co-built an advocacy campaign that raised awareness about the conflict in Congo. So with a diverse professional background, she is passionate about sharing all that she has learned with her clients to help them build careers that they love. She has a Masters of International Affairs from Columbia University. So when I say smart cookie, it's Indeed. understatement <laughs> of the year. And what I'm so thrilled about is I just ran into, I haven't seen her for so long, and I was at a women empowerment function, and I, you know, I was one of the speakers, and I looked, and I said, I know this young lady, and of course, she came on, and she gave a powerful, powerful one of the best speeches I've ever heard, and wow. I said, you know what, I couldn't stop thinking about her, and I got home, I messaged, and I said, I've got to have you on my show. And um, so, Serena, welcome. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. It was just so kind and, and thoughtful. And a special shout out to Auntie Kim. <laughs> Auntie Hi, Kim, yeah, love Kim, you. Uh, Kim Masi and Minu Masi and of course uh, Mommy Dilla. Of course. Love no. you all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This was my um I I knew the aunties. We had our own little group going back in 1991. So special uh, shout out to all of them. Oh, wow. But um the reason why I wanted it's a very unusual topic. I was so intrigued by what Serena talked about and uh that day she talked about how women can land, you know, there's a lot of gender difference in the community and how you can land your dream job and that that confidence that boost that you need so today we're going to talk about how you can land your dream job but the first thing we want to do is my introduction is very brief so serena a little bit more about your background yeah sure so you you explained it correctly so i have a tw- i've tw- over 12 years of experience i've pivoted a lot i really call myself a builder a solopreneur an entrepreneur a pivoter i'm really truly a jack of all trades i was a human rights activist and then i went into the tech industry where i fell into a range of different startups and 
and did things from operations to product launches to new business line launches and partnerships as well. So really, a lot of my experiences have shaped kind of how I coach women today to make the career pivots that they want and also have that confidence when they're doing it. So, you know, I think a lot of people uh, always think career coaching is only for the young kids. You know, you hear about high school kids meeting their coaches and their mentors. So um, explain a little bit more about why have you picked this as career coaching as your your business? Why? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things, that's a great point that you mentioned because one of the things that I have thought about a lot is when you're a high school student or a college student and you're thinking about going to college or going to grad school, one of the things that you always invest in is going to a test master's class or a GRE class or an MCAT class or your ACT class so that you can make sure that you get the test scores that you need or you work with a college admissions coach to make sure that you write the proper essays to get into college. Um, However, and and, and you never think about making that investment because it is an investment toward your future. Mm -hmm. However, when it comes to your career, we kind of often find ourselves in these weird situations where, you know, we know we get a job, we kind of work toward this particular career, but we we don't take the same level of, of we don't invest in ourselves in the Correct. same way. And so one of the things that I started to notice just kind of over the years is a lot of young professionals would come to me for mentorship, and then it kind of became the same questions over and over and the same kind of needs over and over. I really need help with my resume. I really need help, you know, pitching myself and and going into an interview with confidence. So I, I noticed all of these themes and ultimately just thought to myself, well, you know, we always make that investment to go to college or graduate school. So why not make that same investment for your career? And that's how I got into it. All right. So I'll remind my listeners, you're listening to Serena Rick, who's here and she's talking to us on Candid Conversations with Radio Dylan, and we're talking about how to build confidence. And before we, uh, when me and uh, Isha were talking, I told her anyone, whether you're a kid, you're in high school, you're a woman, you're a man, in this day and age, and if you're listening to us, you have the, this is the show that you must tune right. into and you have to listen oh, to. All right. Wonderful. So in your career, right, so like we, like Renu just asked, you know, we are, just get into a job and or an interview but even in your job there are times that you know you you're thinking oh what am i doing here you're self-doubting you're you want to make a you know different position or you know how you don't know how to pitch yourself and someone like you could help right absolutely no that's something that i do all of the time and again kind of given my experience having pivoted so many times to different companies and even within the same company for example when i was at postmates i pivoted into i think three four five different types of roles so certainly it can help with that as well. And I think the career coaching is important. I mean, if I look back at my own experience, I'm doing something that I never thought I was going to do. And I I mean, teaching? No way. Dad was a doctor. Naturally, the choices were growing up in Kenya was engineering, (laughs) become an engineer, accountant, or a doctor or a dentist. And uh, I opted for pharmacy. Did I enjoy it? Uh, No. I, I did three years of pharmacy and then I spend the rest of my time trying to find what I really enjoyed. And I never, nobody would have imagined that I would ever have opened schools. And I was great at teaching kids, but I never thought I had the patience to actually make this into a business. And I think if maybe I'd had a test done when I was younger. So my question to you is, is there something that uh, even young adults can do, even if you get into a job and you find that, you know, I'm not happy? Um, Is there something you can actually do to find out really where you belong and what trade you should belong to? Absolutely. So I think we have this amazing 
amazing source called Google. Um, you can you could certainly kind of Google different personality tests to take those online. One thing that was really helpful for me is I took a Myers-Briggs test about eight years ago, which really just provided a lot of insight into my personality. It couldn't have been more spot on. I am I am a ESTP, which is the the personality of an entrepreneur, and every aspect of it was so spot on as to who I was. And it's funny that you even mention your history because my dad also like really wanted me to be a doctor. That's like all he wanted me to be. And I remember being in a chemistry class and I and I was like, I hate this. I hate this so much. There's no way I can be a doctor. I can't even get through a chemistry class. So I think it is important even just taking those personality tests or even just if you're a college student, be open, take different classes, see what resonates with you. When I was in college, it was this political science class that just really opened my mind, and we had to debate a lot, and that was something that I loved doing. I loved getting in front of people and debating, and I was like, I am not meant to be a doctor. <laughs> so I think for, for that would be kind of the advice that I would give. So one of the things you brought up at that talk, the Empowerment Women talk uh, about there's so much gender dif- difference in jobs. Uh, what can you do, especially to the, for the young women out there and generally women out there, to land that dream job and how can they make their way and make people understand, you know what, a woman can do sometimes even a better job than a man? Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about confidence, I think. Like, And actually, there was someone at the event who said this as well. It's about confidence and conviction. I think that women, you know, it, it's funny. I mean, I think... Confidence can be learned. It's an acquired skill. It's something that you have to kind of mentally tell yourself every day. Think What I tell my clients all the time is think of an accomplishment that you're really proud of and repeat it to yourself and tell yourself internally how amazing you are, and then that internal confidence would build. But I really do believe that to grow and be successful, half of it is confidence and really just going into a room and having that conviction that you know what you're talking about and that and and also preparing what you're t- what you're going to present to someone at your workplace and making sure that you really are kind of you have that conviction so one of the reasons I opened genius kids is I was in um I did recruiting, and I used to get these great resumes, powerful, wonderful resumes of CEOs. I used to place all the accountants. And they had amazing resumes, but when they came in for that interview, before I sent them for the real interview, I would sit there right from the first time they walked to my door to the time they opened their mouth, and I'd be like, oh, my God, seriously? Am I going to present you because your resume was so good? And that's one of the reasons I decided to open Genius Kids, and I've incorporated confidence. So you've repeated this quite a few times, which is what resonates with me. So would you say to parents out there who are always pushing their kids to just study, 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 to invest time in building confidence, public speaking, communication, how important do you think that is today? I think it is so important. I think, you know, I... I'm very appreciative because my parents, especially my mom, she really instilled that in me from an early age. She obviously I had kind of this message of work hard, work hard, which I think is super important for parents to do, but encouraging your kids to explore and do things that are kind of outside their comfort zone, public speak, that those skills are I almost would argue that they're even more valuable than sitting in front of a textbook and studying behind closed doors. I think those are the skills that are really going to help you succeed in life more than anything. 
summer is around the corner, right? And it, we we'll have moms listening who are thinking, oh, maybe Serena is making sense, and you know, but it doesn't happen overnight, right? No, right. So no. there has to be some method, and there'll be kids who are listening. Who are like, oh my God, I'm not that person. I'm not confident. So what are the tools, or what are the things that you know both parents and kids need to do? Because it's not go- it's a process. It's not going to happen yeah. overnight. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So you know, I'm not a parent, so <laughs> I can only speak to the the tools that I was given as a child sure. growing up, sure. and even as a teenager and college student and things like that. I would certainly say from a from a parental standpoint, being open-minded and, you know, again, I'm speaking from, you know, an Indian growing up with kind of like be a doctor, be a lawyer, go to Kumon, do your Anything math. less than that is not good enough. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think those are all important, but kind of to the point I made earlier, you know, as a parent, like allow your kids to socialize and explore and do kind of the things that maybe aren't so obvious to you, especially, you know, my parents grew up in India, and so coming to the U.S., they were exposed to all sorts of things that, you know, when I was growing up, was very normal, like going to a party with my friends in high school, which they didn't know about half the time, Uh, but now they do. (laughs) Now my mom knows. Uh, But those, you know, allowing your kids to just kind of be, be. I think those those are kind of the skills that will help them. And then as a kid, you know, I, I think... I would recommend, again, you know, that was a long time ago for me, but but certainly I would kind of say the same thing if you're a kid, like do the things that make you uncomfortable. I think, you know, when you're a teenager, for example, it's so important to fit in and, you know, you have no confidence because, like, everyone around you has no confidence and kids (laughs) are mean. Um, But I would say, like, you know, I I don't know why, but as a teenager I kind of had this, like, Asset, sorry, I didn't mm-hmm. say the, the word, mentality about things and, and, and really pushed myself to, to do things that maybe the kids didn't think were cool, but right. like challenged me. So I would really encourage that because I think it goes a long way in the long run. Right. So, uh, so like if you were very good at math, do try something else this summer. Give yourself yeah. a chance. Yeah. Give yourself a chance. Like even if you're really good at math, that's great. You're great at math. You know that. Right. Maybe try to paint. Maybe. Page. Yeah. Say, like, yeah. Do something else. Like do something that you've never tried and just be a little uncomfortable and learn a new skill. Right. So Reno, I mean, this is from someone who is already established and she tells people how to build confidence but you are someone who already has that and you have a bunch of kids who you know who are in your school and you that's your motto. You know I stress that all the time and I mean I'm sitting here like I said I've known her since she was a little girl and I will tell you she was very quiet and shy when she was little <laughs> when I met her but she was very well behaved with me um, and to see her transform like this I hats off to what her mom and dad have done because you've emphasized about how they have allowed you to do all these different things yeah. and sitting here today uh, what made her stand out that evening, I mean, great, she's got a master's from Columbia, and that's all wonderful. But even if I'd not known any of that, what impressed me was how she presented it and how she spoke. And I know if she did that with me, and I'm so critical of anyone that does public speaking, um, I don't know how many other people she impressed. So what I'm saying today is she truly represented what I talk about every day, win with words. She right. won me with the words completely. <laughs> and if I were to go back as high school and say, I want to find a career coach, I would want to go to Serena because I could see her. She knows how to sell, sell herself, basically. Right. I mean, it sounds terrible, but, but what are we doing every day in companies that are work? Much, You're yeah. selling yourself, right? 100%. You're selling your services. You're, sell, you're presenting yourself. So how much time do we have? Because I've blocked the watch. <laughs> <laughs> we do have <laughs> some time. Uh, so on that note, uh, 
uh, Serena, what other services that you offer for all those listening? And do you work with kids at all, or is it just really, really young adults? Yeah, so, you know, I, I do work mainly with millennials, millennial women. I, I, I'm all-inclusive. Um, but, you know, I... I think all of the skills that I apply to millennial women, um, you know, everything from gaining confidence when you go in for an interview, helping them for their, with their resumes, helping them just with clarity overall of what they're meant to do, I certainly think that those are all skills that can be translated to any age group. And I've certainly worked with all ages, um, not teenagers yet or, or kids yet, but um, I, I really, really, really am passionate about mentorship, so I, I am very open open to it. So at this point, we should give out your details because all those yeah, people must be wondering who is this How person. How can they reach you? Yes. With Serena.com. www.withserena.com. Yes. Very simple. Exactly. S-A-R-I-N-A. <laughs> and what is it in a typical, I mean, in a nutshell, because we're running out of time, what to expect in this session? Yeah. So, you know, I typically curate customized packages for my clients because everyone is different. Everyone mm-hmm. has different goals. Everyone has different personalities and needs. Mm-hmm. So typically, I customize monthly packages mm-hmm. or in some cases when I have when I have clients who really know kind of what they need, then I do very intensive 55-minute sessions and we focus on what their goal is for that session and we help and I help them achieve that goal in 55 minutes. So awesome. yeah. that sounds really yeah. good. Really I'm curious, what kind of kid were you? Were you very confident or were you shy? No, I was a brat. <laughs> no, no, I was never shy. No. No. Actually they named me um, I, I used to lose my voice because I talk so much. <laughs> What's new? I was actually named the little woman. Uh, I still remember the, I think it was Dr. Desai was my ENT specialist and I was forever in his office because I keep losing my voice and he told, and even when I was in his office without my voice, I would be still trying okay. to talk to him. So it's called the little woman. But I think, again, I attribute my um, confidence to, and I think it's so important to uh, what my mom did. I grew up in a small town and all I had was a little British theater uh, club and uh, I wasn't into sports. I mean, I played hockey, but I wasn't into sports. So I went to this British theater club twice a week and I did drama. Wow. And then what British people call elocution, what we call public speaking. Right. And I think that's hats off, you know, because even in my worst times, um, when I was going through my divorce, all the difficult times you go through in your life when I talk about accomplishments, to me, one of my biggest accomplishments that I talk about today is not genius kids. It's how I managed to overcome my divorce Without, you know, becoming a negative person, crying over spilt milk and and wishing that things had not happened. I actually consider, I consider my divorce a very positive experience in my life because had that not happened, you I would have not been, yeah. yeah. And I, so I don't know why people go, oh my God, I wish I had not met him. I'm glad I met him. If you're listening, I'm glad I met you. <laughs> They make two good kids. Other than that, no, I'm not happy I met That's you. That's candid but. conversations with Reno <laughs> Dillon right no, there. Um, it's confidence. And whatever we do, um, you can... Uh, it, First impressions, of course, how you present yourself, and then as soon as you open m- your mouth, that's the next thing. Right. So resumes are great, but you can go to that interview, yeah. and I'm sure, you know, if I was interviewing her and she had a master's in from Columbia, I'd be very impressed, sit her down, but if she could not do the interview that she did today, I'd be like, okay, wait a minute, is she going to lead the team or not? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, you know, just being a devil's advocate, not public speaking and being out there, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Of course not. Correct? Yeah. So there is a fine line between confidence versus, you know, being out there there and being able, especially in Silicon Valley, I see a lot, I do a lot of interviews and I see, and they're so good. And when you dig a little deeper, you'll know that they're super nerdy, very, very intelligent folks who don't know how to express themselves. 
Right? That's true, but I think communication is important. And when I talk about public speaking, it's not just being out there. Right. But it helps you with even uh, your relationship with your family and your spouse. Okay. I mean, that's so important, learning how to communicate and express what you want or even saying the right thing. I mean, I'm learning all the time. I like So you said what kind of a kid I was. I was a brat. I wanted everything <laughs> my way or the highway. And right. It's taken me a long time to learn that, no, I'm not going to get things my way. And I could if I use the right word. It's, it's definitely a strength yeah, to have. Oh, so, yeah. Serena, you must have come across okay. people who are very shy and introverts. Yeah. How do you deal with them and if you had something to say to them? Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's, it's very common, especially here in Silicon Valley when we have so many engineers <laughs> yeah. and, and, and technical people. professionals. Um, but, you know, I completely agree with you. Communication is almost more important than your skill itself because that's going to help you grow. Right. And so introverts... There's so many of them, and and you know I actually surprisingly am very introverted at times as well. And I one thing I recommend to them is not you don't have to go necessarily in public speak, but you know push yourself to go into more kind of social circles mm. and and kind of get more comfortable with that. Right. One thing that I actually recommend to people all the time is even just go in front of the mirror and talk. Talk like, to prepare. yourself. Yeah, talk right. to yourself. Yeah. Prepare for your meeting. Do it in front of the mirror. It sounds silly, but honestly, I actually do that to this day before yeah. I go into a meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people ask me, how do I prepare for my radio show? I talk in the car. Yeah. Oh, the no. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I know. I look wacko <laughs> many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to make a very sexist com- remark as well. I think women are better at this. Did you think, don't you, do you, do you agree? Uh, you know, it's like, I, I, I think, think women are the emotion. Exactly. Emotion into yeah. It we are better at expressing ourselves, I, I think feel. so. I think we are naturally better communicators. Right. I think, you know, I, I like to kind of be a little bit equal. I mean, not everyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> Women are better. Yeah. Women are better. We didn't say it. <laughs> you didn't hear it yeah. here in the, with uh, Candy. Serena, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much. It's been such a pleasure. And I hope that one, and I think we need to have another session with her later on. Absolutely. Because I think we need to cover a little bit more as well about um, grooming. Because I'm sure oh, your session also includes yes, grooming. Yes. I actually just wrote a blog post about this because that is, we could have a 45-minute yeah. conversation about grooming. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And we yeah. would love to hear you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank this is you. indeed candid. I think we had a great time. We did. We did. <laughs> All right. So, Reno, uh, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we're actually going to have a young, uh, one of my friend's niece who's... Uh, her dream was always to be a singer and she's done it and she's actually going to call in from India and she's launched her first single and it's beautiful something a little different but talking about somebody that's actually pursued their dreams despite all the odds in front of her she's doing singing that's what she wants to do and that's what she's going to do especially and in India because yeah. everyone has to be doctor yeah. or engineer yeah. so and I think with the likes of uh, social media and YouTube uh, you know it's, if I put my singing out there there would be no YouTube but um, uh, so we're going to have Nancy uh, Pangli next All week right. and she's going to be calling in yeah but Serena thank you again thank you. and uh, you want to do a special shout out to your extremely handsome good looking <laughs> husband that I met yes yes love you Enrique <laughs> I love you too <laughs> everyone loves Enrique more than me sometimes including my little <laughs> granddaughter yeah <laughs> alright so Adni Sunabi Serena Rickard we were talking about how to build confidence and if you want more information don't forget to check out with Serena.com that's W-I-T-H-S-A-R-I-N and we must have a session on overconfidence as well because when I was a kid I was just overconfident about everything maths ho jayega this ho jayega I just know it that's okay. it could be overconfident <laughs> no. sometimes it's a good thing it gets you in trouble
travel all yeah, the time. <laughs> all right. So, Renu, before we go, we have a few minutes. You have any parting words to uh, say to our listeners and to your kids who are listening? As no, always. if we're going to do parting words, I would like to say how important is ask you how important is grooming clothes because somebody mentioned to me the other day. Oh, whenever I meet somebody, I look at their handbag. And I'm like, uh, I look at nails and shoes. Yes. Oh, God. I Don't look at nails. I, you have to read my blog post. I literally said this. Please cut your nails. Make sure there is no dirt in your fingernails. Yeah. I am not. Healthy. It's everything. It is so important. Stop, you guys. It's I bite nails. No. Oh, you don't. bite your nails? Stop. Yeah. You can fix that. You can fix that. It yeah. is the first thing that I notice on people. Yes, me too. Yeah. It's really not important. And then I look at shoes and if I can see your toes. Yeah. I think that's so important because you know, who looks at handbags? I don't care if you're buying yeah, from Target care. or if it's, you know, Michael Kors. But if your shoes, your feet and your hands are tacky and you've got like healthy stains or food. Yeah, that's that, just that, hygiene, I think. That's not even not growing. growing. No. Just, you would you'll be surprised. surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be surprised. I, I have seen it. Yeah, you would be surprised. It is number one. Yeah, yeah nails. I'm so embarrassed every time I go in front of people because I'm be, I'll be pointing at things and my nails are bitten and they're yeah. so small. Well, I used to bite my nails too. I don't bite them anymore, but I used to bite them. But when I just keep them clean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping it clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Clean. But no, your sorry. nails are always well done yeah. for the summer. Yeah. I don't know. So I think time. grooming is definitely very important. And, yeah. and you know, if you're going to an interview, I agree. I also get up in the morning and I do my part puja, whatever. That's fine. But you don't have to go into an interview with all the tickers and the rice on your forehead. Please, <laughs> no. no, no. It's it's incredible. You're not getting that job yeah. with the rice and the tickers. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not yeah. Nails. Wash your hair. Yes. Put on something. If you if you're not the most fashionable person, that's okay. I I have a uniform. I wear black, all black, all the time. Really? Yes. It is. Just Black's a very be, safe color. It be safe. Yes. Black is always a safe color. Don't overdo it with with perfume. That's another thing. Some people you may love your perfume, but the interviewer may hate your perfume and. That's I, we could have. A but at least wear deodorant. Yes, wear deodorant. That's Akeem, no, you thing. have to wear. Yes. <laughs> wear deodorant, please. Yes, please. yes. No, hygiene, grooming, yeah. extremely Very important. important. But nails, right. always the first thing. Even if you want to be that uh, person who's going to be in a little cubicle, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Want you clean. So we're going to have that conversation next time around. <laughs> Thank you so much, you ladies, for Thank being you. here. So if you are going for an interview next week, tomorrow, or whenever that is, don't forget your black uh, black outfit and your hair and your nails. Because and no haldi on the hands. <laughs> and she's saying no haldi on the hands. <laughs> so it was a great conversation. Thank you for uh, joining us. I I will thank my listeners. Thank you for being with us. You are listening to Candid Conversations with Jainu Dillon. We will be back next week. Jai Jai.